0: Hello and welcome everyone to the Massive Damage Podcast. I am your host, Ricky Viper. I'm joined here with... Daz. Daz. You could be watching this right now on youtube.com slash respawnx, 6pm every single Tuesday, apart from when we miss weeks. Doesn't happen often. No, it doesn't. Soundcloud.com slash respawngame, 6.30 on Tuesdays, the same day, just half an hour after. Uh, The same for iTunes for... Respawn or massive damage at the same time as SoundCloud and same day (coughs) The topics we will be talking about today I'll go over right now, but I will leave timestamps in the description of places like SoundCloud iTunes and in the comments for YouTube if you want to skip to any of those things the first One is for the past few years. (laughs) Wait. Let me start that again (coughs) For the past few years we've seen big title releases Between the months of January and March. Are the first three months of the year becoming the new game season? That's the first one. Activision claims that this year Call of Duty is going back to its roots. What do we think of this? And then finally, Destiny 2 has been officially confirmed for 2017. Will it be as big of a success as the original Destiny?
1: So Daz, what have you been playing recently? Resident Evil 7. Still. Still playing here. Platinum Day. I can't remember. Are they Platinum Day? last time I don't think I yeah, had yeah I, th- I think you did ah well now I've completed all of the DLC as well <laughs> got all the trophies on all the DLC what a thrill DLC man ah enough to stress you out like you know when you play something and you get so so mad at it that you start self harming over it no yeah that's what I felt cut myself killed myself Hang yourself Hang myself <laughs> <laughs> swinging away straight away straight defensive straight away isn't it it's like no holding back We're like yeah let's just make a joke about self-arming and killing yourself uh yes i played that and i've been playing some hotline miami 2 but i think i said that last time too i can't remember I, I, no i'm not sure or Hotline miami 2 i'm not sure and that's where i played other stuff but you can't talk about them can't talk about one thing and the other things they're going to be posted a review on yeah. the website, so I will not talk about them now. I'm either. sure there
0: was one you said you wanted to mention just because you were going to review it soon.
1: Yeah, I I, I realized that I checked the embargo thing, and it's like do not talk about this game until right. release date. Okay. So I was like, oh, it releases tomorrow, I think. Okay. What have you been playing? Let me guess. Siege. Yep. <laughs> uh, um. I yeah. I told you there was trying to break
0: the siege addiction. Just got such an addiction it's to that crack, game. Isn't it? Yeah, this
1: it's just... What about Rehab? I'm thinking about it. I think I need it. I thought Resident Evil 7 would make good Rehab. <laughs> no. You, you actually need to be I'm checked. Not, you
0: were obsessed with that now. You need, you to, clean need a, to go to Rehab for a, Resident Evil 7. I don't need I'll, to.
1: The new DLC is out tomorrow and I will tackle the DLC. And once that's it, I will wait for the story stuff to come. Right. Okay. The bedroom DLC is really good, and I recommend playing it on VR. I feel like the bedroom DLC was designed for VR because I didn't play it with VR first. Walks. Well, uh, I know I've mocked people who say it's a pain to set up VR, mm. but at this particular moment, I didn't want to set up VR, so I just thought, Ah, oh, checking the controller. I-, I just done um, survival mode outside. I I, th- I don't think you can play that in VR. So um, I just done that. So I was like, Ah, oh, yeah, jump straight in, and. Uh, I regretted it afterwards, because I finished it in one go. And I was like, ah, oh, it's only about 10, 15 minutes long, depending on how long it takes you to solve the puzzles. But by the time you do it, you're sort of used to the puzzles mechanics of Resident Evil. So it took me didn't take me long. I don't know why I'm talking about this now, because you were talking about your games, and I'm like, yeah, do the bedroom. What, what, what. <laughs> But yeah, no, that's really neat. Sorry. What, what else you played? That's cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I said, I was trying to break it, so... I decided
0: to finally try some of the other games that I've been meaning to play. Dishonored 2 was the one that I kind of thought, yeah, I want to play this. So How far are you? Not far at all. I'm like an hour into it. Who did you play as? Emily, like I said, yeah, I was yeah. going to. Be Emily. Uh, yeah, I like it. Uh, but the first Dishonored couldn't really grab me. Mm. Like, it's, I appreciate that it's a really good game. It's just, I don't know, something about it. That wasn't for me. And I feel like Dishonored 2 is more Dishonored than that's it. And that's not to, like, slag it off. I just think it... You know, if you're you're a big fan of Dishonored, you're going to be happy with Dishonored 2. Mm. And that's pretty much it. But, yeah, uh, I'll still play more.
1: So it hasn't... Like, Dishonored 1, it hasn't
0: hooked you in? No. Not yet, anyway. It might change. Mm.
1: I think... um, Have you got some of the powers yet?
0: I just got the one where you can do, like, the teleporting thing.
1: I think with Dishonored... Uh, it's one of those games to guess bet that as you get more yeah. powers and more gameplay mechanics because yeah. especially as Emily, you can start doing some really unbelievable the stuff. The thing right that's cool
0: on. about Dishonored as well is like because I'm I feel like I'm crap rare at the moment.
1: Probably you're crap every yeah, game Yeah, I'm crap a lot of things actually. <laughs> uh,
0: apart from FPS games, I'm pretty much crap at most games. But. Uh, I, it's kind of cool to see, like, oh, actually, I can climb all the way up there and do like this way to get into the mission. And I'm like, oh, mm. th- that's yeah. really cool. I didn't notice that the first time around. And I think that that's something that will keep me interested.
1: One one thing with Dishonored 2, when I was playing that, uh, now I love lore in games, I love stories, you mm. know, and having a bit of um, background to everything that's going on. But I kept finding so many things I had to read yeah. and I would read them. But the did this annoying thing where as you're reading something, the screen goes left and right. every you know what the start of the yeah, text, sort yeah. of things? And as I was, re- I was just getting so angry, I was like, "Ah, mm. just stay still, stay still." <laughs> and there's but so many. There's so well. many. There's, there's, there's so, and way it, too many. Um, was like I said, I love having that sort of thing in a video game. Sometimes it breaks away from gameplay too much, and yeah. I feel I feel pressure to read. And they're everything. like long
0: pieces of text as well. Oh yeah, like none of them are just like a the little thing. No,
1: they go into depth, and yeah. so, some of it. I mean sometimes you read stuff and you can't appreciate it till later in the game or something yeah. because it's talking about characters and what have you and at that point you might have forgot mm. about it or maybe that's just me being stupid. Yeah. What other games you try then? You said there's uh, a few. Two more now. Uh,
0: I've been playing Uncharted obviously because I was doing the Uncharted video. Yeah. Uh, because I've got the other games I want to play at the moment probably won't go back to that for a little while but I definitely want to play Uncharted 4 some more and then 4 on and I played a bit of that. Did you get good? I know you said I got okay at it then, where I felt like I was actually starting to win some things. Yeah, but I wanted to play the beta just because I wanted to get thoughts about the before, like the game had actually come out, so I could sort of quickly review it, like, and I'd already get a gist of it and like understand things ready to write for the review. Yeah, hopefully this Wednesday. Wednesday. what? thursday but thursday, thursday is the very latest okay latest releases for this week uk dates
1: i didn't get dates oh shit but i got a week and we can work out the date there's only like three anyway they, yeah you said so, there's a few indie stuff out this week which could be cool but we're gonna talk about the big stuff number one for honor yeah it's kind of big kind of big look shit Yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> nah. No, it's so it's basically, if I answer you for honour, you get Vikings and you fuck shit up as Vikings. Or Samurai or Knights. But you wouldn't go as them if you can go Vikings. Except when I picked Samurai and Knights. But <laughs> if you can,
0: you always go Vikings. Except when you want to be a Samurai or Knight. Why would you be
1: a Samurai or Knight when you can be a Vikings? Because is a fucking badass warriors. Do they rape people like Vikings? No, I don't think exactly. so. Exactly,
0: maybe. This fighting's gonna rape emotionally, emotionally. With the
1: emotional rape on camp, yeah. We're going for the the offense on this episode. <laughs> okay. Offensive, offensive stuff: hanging, self arming raping. <laughs> <laughs> the <With> Trinity. <laughs> what other offensive thing is coming out this week? <laughs> My think switch off hard, even I Sniper know. Sniper Elite Four. Uh, our game is a racing game <laughs> set in Nazi Germany. And you go racing and you can unlock characters such as Adolf Hitler, who's unlockable. If You enter the cheat code. As a racing character. As a racing character. is uh The thing is, though, his car is a bit of a gas guzzler. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah Sniper Elite what do you think of Sniper Elite are you looking forward to it uh, I'm probably not,
0: not going to get it because I, I, I got like Sniper Elite 2 and 3 and they're pretty much just yeah they've the all got things. they've all got
1: pre-order missions where you can kill Hitler yeah but I do like in sniper, apart from the Africa one is it I don't know probably can I do like in Sniper Elite the slow motion skull yeah, fucking cool. x-ray thing that's awesome that's cool but
0: like I'm just not going to get it because I feel like oh, it's just more Sniper Elite that's fair you enough. played it before
1: uh, so there's other indie games out this week, which I'm not going to point out because I don't know a lot about them, except for one, yeah. Fly Wrench. Now, this has been out on Steam for a while, and it's a sort of minimalistic puzzler from the guy who created Nidhogg. Have you played Nidhogg? Have you seen no. Nidhogg? It's the sword fighting one where was all pixely and then at the end, you got to like run to an end of an arena, Let me have a look. check into Nidhogg. It's on Vita, so it'd be your cup of tea. Why? Um, yeah, it's just a sort of simplistic puzzler, which mm-hmm. is... Uh, I'm going to have a review up this week I can't say what I think of it Because it's under embargo Even though it's been out on Steam But I can't say what I think of it But it's a cool game Yeah It's a cool game I'm not saying if it's good or bad But it's cool It's cool It's worth checking out Um, Yeah, so Fly Ranch Simple Puzzler That is it's sort of like Super Meat Boy in M Plus Where it's frustratingly difficult But satisfying I'm going to take a look on my phone Take a look. Your phone? What did you say it was? Flight the wrench one. the other one on oh, nidhogg n-i-d-h-o-double-g whoo nidhogg Whoop. Nidhog. nidhogg there's a sequel coming mm-hmm. as well it's very simplistic visuals on the first one but the sequel it seems to have got really weird looking characters don't feel like i've seen this it's in the you not. you're not an indie darling like i am no, no you are the indie
0: you, darling you're, you're
1: a sony pony oh
0: yeah of course <laughs> Your Sony, Sony pony, pony. They ain't in
1: Twindy titles.
0: <laughs> Whatever, man. So we got a viewer's question this week. Ba-ba-ba, Very ba-ba-ba-ba. special occasion since we got one for uh, once.
1: Uh, hey, we used to get more time off Taco That's Bell. That's
0: true. That's true. What, what's happened to the Taco, Taco Bell? Bell, you
1: dead? Yeah. It's like I'm waiting for Are an answer. Dead? I'm looking at the camera, waiting for an answer. Are you dead? We're not going to continue this podcast until you yeah. answer. You answer the question.
0: So our, our question came from. Very nice man Very from nice Twitter. Man. Uh left, yes. Uh, left some nice comments telling us that we do a good job and stuff. That's the first person that's ever told us that this podcast is pretty okay. So he said Say his name. His I'm name gonna say no. I'm gonna say his question, I'll say his name. Okay. He said I always wondered what what games you get. Go- I always wondered what games you two would like to see become movies. And that is from R Stanton UK. On Twitter. Asked Anton UK,
1: who's your favourite? Who's my favourite? What? Address would rest too. Should we fight? Who would win in a fight? Who's your favourite and who would win in a fight? That's my question <laughs> to him. If I'm going to answer his question, okay. I want him to answer my question. Who's your favourite and who would win in a fight? And if you don't pick me, I'm going to kill myself. It's the precedent. I see that. You can't point to yourself. Let's answer his question. Come on. Right. Um,. You to be honest, I wouldn't want to pick my favourite video game to be made into a movie because video game movies generally yeah. trash. Like, you see, like, Uncharted movies and but stuff coming out. Let's just
0: say that, like, it's going to be good. There.
1: Oh, no, I got a choice. I thought with this. Yeah. Like, they always go on about making an Uncharted movie, but I think there's so many adventure films out there that it would be a mm. nothing. Whereas when you see the environments and the gameplay in a game, it's impressive. Yeah. But take that concept of the adventure outside of it and put it into the big screen you just got indiana jones you just got yeah anything so moving that over would be nothing however resident evil 1 like the very first resident evil at the start of the game they've got a live action sequence and it's so corny and bad and the effects are naff but i'd love to see resident evil 1 made into a movie in that style the way they film it at the start You've already got your Resident Evil movies. Nah, that don't count. <laughs> that don't count. You'd just be grateful. I know, I know, I should be happy. But no, I, that's why I'd want to see Resident Evil yeah. made in a bad B-movie, horror movie style. Because it's so terrible. And the voice acting. That oh, would be pretty funny. Yeah, it'd be entertaining to yeah. watch in a way that... It's bad, but you can appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. But, yeah. Otherwise, mm. it'd be the crew of the movie. So I was
0: thinking about this, and... The immediate thing that comes to my head isn't really an answer. I've got answers, but the immediate thing that comes to my head is thinking that, cock. yeah, cock. <laughs> uh, people, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't want to have something like because they're gonna make the Uncharted movie and aren't they? Yeah, like, yeah. And I don't want to see characters like that. Like I don't want to see like Nathan Drake. I don't want to see like Joel and Ellie from The Last of Us and all these story-driven games. And then you're having like that character like as the main character. Wait,
1: you're not being uncharted, are you?
0: I've no, today. All right, no. That's not. All right then. I've no, it. but oh. I wouldn't Uh-oh. want I'm saying that I wouldn't want those games because they're so story driven. And like if I see well, when I see the Uncharted film yeah. and I see Nathan Drake, but I don't hear Nolan North, you yeah, to be pretty yeah, pretty yeah. Uh, upset by that. So my ones are just sort of generic answers. I thought you were going to
1: say just dance then. No, just just dance the movie. <laughs> just dance Step the movie. It's about, a gene- it's about this little dance trio. they got to try yeah. and make it. And they're like, we got to become silhouettes. And they're like, what? We can't do that. It's not possible. Just boogie, bitch. <laughs> what are you all about, man? <laughs> dance, just dance the movie. <laughs> you got to boogie to make it. <laughs> Guitar hero, the movie. No. we got to shred some notes, boy. Man. All right, sorry. What's your choice? <laughs> you wouldn't let <have> me say. <laughs> I know, sorry. I keep interrupting you today. You do. you a right. prick
0: today. My answers are two answers. Can't Gears of War and Halo. But I don't want them to be following Marcus and Master Chief. But I feel like with Halo, you can get away with having the Master Chief. It's not going to matter. He's sort of a blank slate anyway. Yeah. Like, But with Gears, I wouldn't want to see Marcus yeah. or any of those characters. That are in the games. Who thing. could even play
1: Marcus? I don't know.
0: Chris Pratt. He'll, he's in everything. now. I love Chris just, Pratt. Just make Chris Pratt. I love be Chris Pratt. give like a generic answer. He's was, dreamy. Was like really popular at the moment.
1: Samuel Jackson.
0: <laughs> yeah, Samuel Jackson is Marcus. <laughs> there you go. So yeah, minor gears and Halo. You as Resident Evil One. You know, like a comedy in style. The style. Yeah, and.
1: Yeah.
0: I I hope we give you a good answer. Yeah.
1: Give us another question. Yeah.
0: Feel free. We'll send thanks, it to him on Thanks Twitter. for sending that as well. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah. All the things will be coming up on screen with like the Twitter things. If you want to send Don't send them to me. Any questions. Yeah. Just don't send them to Daz. I'll probably modify it. So only my one and the massive damage one comes up. But if you are listening to it on SoundCloud or iTunes, and it should be in the descriptions for either. So at team respawn game or at massive damage underscore because I couldn't have massive damage because some guy hasn't been on for years. Uh, Oh, well. Moving on to the topics of the show.
1: Right,
0: the first question. For the past few years, we've seen big title releases between the months of January and March. Are the first
1: three months of the year becoming the new game season? I don't think so. No. No. I mean, uh, they've become kind of relevant, but it's been for a while 'Cause I mean we've seen big releases come out this you know in these months for a while, like Mass Effect. I remember Mass Effect 2 coming and sort of losing track of when that game was releasing. And then when it was coming out in February or March or April or whenever it was, I was like, What what what's that doing out? Hmm. You know? And then, you know, other big releases have come out in those months. I think The Order came out in those months. Yeah. I'd say what you want about it, but it was still a big game and Bloodborne. And um even Battlefield Hardline came out in those months. So there's some titles there. But I feel like it's generally new franchises. Like I know, obviously, mm. Mass Effect came out as well, but it's generally stuff which, you know, not so much developers are taking a risk with. It's something to guarantee
0: that maybe it, it won't have much competition. Yeah,
1: well, that's it. You don't want to go up against the quality of Duty no. Or it's
0: something that really Titanfall could have, like you know,
1: Titanfall Two. is it? Yeah, Titanfall yeah. Two. So I think Titanfall One it. came out about March, April. Yeah, time. didn't
0: it, it? About March. Yeah, but Titanfall 2 could have done with coming out, say, like, this month or last month, and it would have done much better, I think.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you do avoid going into competition with big titles, Mm. and, I mean, at the same time, releasing it in these months is an interesting move. Besides the competition, you're missing out on the big Christmas sales and stuff, which is intriguing, but... There is a sort of lull in games at this time, mm. typically. That's what you sort of think, and it's it's not so much that there's a lull, but rather there's no big names. So like you got these as sort of not filler content because they're good games, but yeah, something different. Like because you used to see in the Fifas at the October, November, or September, September. whatever, and and the Madden no, man's there. but like the Call of Duties or or Assassin's Creed typically, and all that's yeah. skip the year and stuff like but, October, November, yeah, but um. I don't know, it's just nice surprises, really. I
0: think they are just there, though, coming out these months, these games coming out these months, just to make sure they do a lot better and they don't really yeah. have the competition to make sure like someone's going to buy... Uh, one of the other bigger games over this
1: yeah I don't think you'd see a Call of Duty released in these months unless it had to be delayed though. yeah I feel like that's sort of got a date set in stone and I think there's certain franchises and publishers who know right we're bringing out the game of this date and other companies and they do surprise you like, so, like Sony they're doing Horizon they done Bloodborne they done The Order and like Bloodborne I knew that had a lot of buzz anyway so I, don't, I think if that came out in November October it wouldn't have mattered too much yeah but maybe people are willing to take I more chances like on. I feel Horizon
0: is probably going to do a bit better. now because yeah. it's coming out March. Oh yeah, end of February now.
1: I think when it's a game where it's new and people aren't too sure, bringing out in mm. these months does you know people might think right if i have had Call of Duty for a few months. Let's try out something different. Let's try out something new. So you do get good games these months, but the big hitters are still going to come in the later yeah. months.
0: We can't underestimate the casual gamers really because if say horizon comes out this year at like november mm. the casual gamer most of them are gonna pick cod and if they oh yeah if, like you know you're thinking of the audience or maybe there's like 15 year old 16 year olds they don't really have the money to go and get the two games so they're gonna pick COD, which they're, kind of know, sure they got, will. they're
1: gonna have christmas money which they're keeping for horizon
0: yeah but in november
1: though They're not going to have Christmas money at that point. They ain't going to have money at that point. They need to be saving their money at that point. Yeah. To buy presents for mum and dad. They're going to have Christmas money afterwards.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then they can get them when the game's released in June, February, or March.
1: But I said, rule of thumb no developer wants to go up against COD. Yeah. Or whatever, or Assassin's Creed if I can get it. you,
0: EA. Battlefield, you can get away with it. Yeah. Titanfall 2, though, not so much. Even for Dishonored 2 as Gosh, well. Gosh darn it. Dishonored 2 was kind of a... Launched at like a bad time. But, I don't know.
1: Yeah. But, no, I mean... Mm. It's... It's a good time for games. Mm. But I wouldn't call it the... It's the season of it so no. much. It's like... It's sort of unexpected sort of thing. But... I mean, if you look at game releases all year, we get good games all year now. It's it's, it's yeah. a pretty good thing to be a game right now, and especially with uh, indie releases as well, because they come from nowhere. You can just be sitting there one day, and it's like, ah, oh, this game is coming out next week. And I'm like, ah, oh, nice.
0: It's only better for us consumers when all these games are released throughout the year, rather than this small window called the yeah. game season, like which yeah. is typically from like September to like maybe like the start of like. December,
1: yeah, it's it sort of makes sense from a business perspective, I guess, for them, especially the catch those Christmas sales. Because I think it's rare that people have one game for Christmas. I know this obviously yeah. families who can't afford it, whatever. But as a gamer with money, say they'd be buying a few games, so they grab them all then. And then for a you know a lower key franchise, it's even more difficult of <laughs> someone new because somebody is going to grab the Assassin's Creed first or the Call of Duty or the Battlefield or whatever. <laughs> Um but no, it's not the main season now. No. no. Right. It should because my birthday's in January. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Good enough reason. Mm. Right. Next question. Boom, boom, Activision boom. claims that this year Call of Duty is going back to its roots. What do we think of this?
1: I'm not sure what I think of this because what does it mean by going back to its roots? It's 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 uh, so ambiguous. Are they yeah, are they taking it back to true. war or are they taking it back I to think the old general style multiplayer? Is a
0: World War 2 sort of thing
1: that's the thing because Battlefield 1 done that sort of thing you know World yeah. War sort of set in and despite all the praise and hype that was having I feel not that it was a bad game but it it didn't meet the expectations for what people were thinking because I remember you were sort of buzz for it and then the campaign wise it just didn't quite yeah. it just the mark. sizzled out for me like so although it is trendy again I suppose and people want World War again after yeah. being you know you get too much of one thing you want to go back despite people saying the same thing about World War a few years ago so if they go back to that it's going to be a good game yeah because rule of thumb they I keep saying rule of thumb today uh, Activision make good Call of Duty campaigns they always make good Call of Duty campaigns and despite the setting they have set pieces and despite what
0: a lot of people think Call of Duty for the most part is usually always pretty good best game ever
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, that was a clear, wasn't it? Uh, but I mean, they saying this what they say going back to its roots, is eh? it? Yeah, yeah. It's it's sort of uh, ambiguous until we see yeah. what it means what going back to roots is. But uh,
0: I, I just, I don't care if it goes back to its roots. Yeah, it or can, if it stays in the future. That's the thing.
1: It can do what it wants. You're always gonna have a fun campaign. Yeah,
0: because like, uh. Basically with like the World War stuff, we've seen it before, we've seen many games of it. We yeah. got Battlefield One, we kind of got like a look at World War One as well now. Yeah. And it's all stuff that we know about, we're familiar with. With future stuff or making a sort of sci fi esque game, you have that freedom to just experiment and do some weird stuff and yeah, like yeah. have like a crazy sort of location set pieces whatever and i feel like that's interesting to me i like that sort of stuff if i want to play a world war game just play battlefield or whatever that's doing that now which i feel like it does it better than call of duty does yeah but i feel like with the future stuff i feel like call of duty's got like a cool thing at the moment despite what you think of the online for infinite warfare i couldn't give two shits about it because i don't play it but like in terms of campaign it's a lot more exciting now in the future I well, think
1: I said to my d- my dad hasn't played Call of Duty for a couple of games wherever. whatever and I lent him Call of Duty Infinite Warfare hmm. and I was like oh you'll enjoy this when it's in space and he thought I was joking hmm. I was like no it's in space it's in space tell him what we need Call of Duty Zulu 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 why I don't know I it's think
0: it'd weird be- that you you said about like your father though you told him things cuz like when i was playing infinite warfare i thought that my father would really like this like this whole yeah, sort of thing yeah. and i actually told him and like i was like oh you know play for a bit and he doesn't play games like at yeah. all. but he had to go and he, he was like oh it's just really cool and like the way they do it and like all the things that are in it and it's just like oh it's is but really exciting to see like
1: my dad finished it and i checked his trophies he didn't do a single side mission oh but why? he d- he doesn't like the flying scenes he told me oh that's so yeah. i was like, pretty oh, much all yeah that okay then. fair enough but he was happy to complete this, so I was yeah. happy for him. I was like, oh well done, because he um he was playing Wolfenstein the other day and he couldn't beat the last boss. So I beat it for him. Got the last boss, I got What like, a game. I wish he just did it then. Because he could an have done it. Game. Uh but, uh
0: Let's take like a side thing of it now then, like a side note. Uh do you think the mass audience would be happy with this now, now that they're claiming they're going back to the
1: roots? It doesn't matter. Well, do you think gonna whether, sell. Like,
0: most of the Call of Duty fans are gonna be happy now that it's doing this because loads of people no. are complaining about it. People, Warfare.
1: Call of Duty is the Marmite, and it's not because it's good, it's not because it's bad, it's because it's popular to complain about no, but Call of Duty. I've
0: even seen like loads of like, I've seen like card YouTubers and stuff who are like, oh, I love Call of Duty, every single ones they bring out. Even like, People complain yeah, about Black yeah. I, I like there and stuff. I thought it was really good. Infinite Warfare just doesn't do it for me, though. They're not hating on it. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, it doesn't do it for me. But do you think, like, when this comes out and it's back to its roots, as they say, I, I they're going to be happy with it now?
1: I don't. Like, it do not matter now because Battlefield have done it and they're going to be like, oh, I'll copy in Battlefield. Mm. And it's. it's The thing is with Call of Duty fans or Call of Duty haters, is it's always the same thing. Regardless of what they do, they'll get hate for it because even though Call of Duty has done the future stuff, I thought Infinite Warfare was very different, not from yeah. my perspective, but from what it was. as a campaign and it did something fresh, I, I think. But no matter what, people have seen
0: it. that E3 demo being like, what game is this? And then it was like Call of Duty and it was like, yeah. oh shit. Yeah, well that's it. Call
1: of Duty. But then people still hate it. They had all those dislikes on the trailer and stuff like yeah. that. So. Call of Duty can't people do nothing dislike right. The,
0: dislike that trailer to yeah. high heavens. And then when that E three gameplay thing came up, people were like, Shit, is, the card looks good and it's Co- like Yeah. Call bought. of Duty
1: will be hated by some, loved by others. It'll always score seven plus, mm. some eights, some nines, and it'll always get zero <laughs> review scores on. on it'll get zero user ratings on Metacritic. But the important thing is it'll always sell. Yeah. And it might be deteriorating in sales as as titles go on, but it's always gonna sell and it's always gonna make big profits. And it's still dominating every other game. And it's Even still though it is
0: deteriorating in sales. From from someone who doesn't see said. it
1: as good, doesn't see it as bad, someone who sees it as a game, and it's still a good series, or so yeah. whatever. Right. Last thing. Dum, bum, bum.
0: Destiny two has been officially confirmed for two thousand and seventeen. Oh, yeah. Will it be as big of a success as the original Destiny, yes. so the first one.
1: Yes, really? Yes, I think that as Destiny's gone on and on, it's got better and better, and Bungie mm. have sort of fixed their mistakes and made it a better game. Listen to fans, change yeah. stuff. They, they were made such a radical changes, redoing a whole voiceover for a character. That's how willing they are to sort of improve the franchise, and how much uh, Activision put faith in them, and how much faith they have in their own product. So I think it'll definitely, you know, fans are hyped for Destiny 2 already. And as more and more content's come, it's only got, I, like, I'm not going to say more popular per se, but people are still playing it. You mm. know, people are still loving it. People still of want new content. People keep buying more. And now they can take all the feedback on board and fix the mistakes from the first game and do it from the ground up. Whilst the engine's going to still be the same, I imagine. They can still do it from a ground up. Uh, Destiny 1, I think it came out next, or so 360 as well, didn't it? Yeah. So this one, it, I'm assuming it isn't going to come out next to no. 360 and PS3 and whatever. So it's going to be even better again uh, on a scale of perspective and stuff like that. There's no limitations in that respect. I think it's going to be a very, very good game. Mm. And to say what it do as well, I Destiny, even though it sort of... I found it a little underwhelming, but I don't think it did enough to... To make people dislike it or hate it or say I'd never do Destiny again. And with the Bungie name attached, this you know, it's always gonna have people who want it and you know it's I think it's coming out this year, it's gonna be one of this year's big hits. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I wonder I wonder if they call it Destiny Two or if it'll be a new different name to Destiny.
0: I think it'd be Destiny Two.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't like Destiny Two. I, I didn't like yeah. the name Destiny either though. Yeah,
0: that's fair. I don't know if I think the Destiny's child. The thing I'm thinking about there is uh, I'm one of those people I played it on release I didn't think much of it I kind of there was a while where I just I hated it I, I was like hating it I was you know chatting shit about it telling people it was crap and as it went on and when yeah. it got to like Taken King I thought oh this is actually pretty good yeah. like, but I think that there was such a massive buzz behind the first game and like oh Bungie is finally making a new game yeah, away yeah. from like Xbox and they're doing like this you know massive title and i think like there was such a buzz behind it like everyone was like i gotta rush out and get destiny yeah, yeah. like i think with this time they'd be like oh well destiny it was like even if they didn't think it was a bad game they probably like still think like oh yeah it still wasn't for me so maybe the sequel is going to be exactly the same i'm not going to get it well, um, that's why i think that's why i think it's not going to be as big of a success i think it will be a huge success but not to the extent of the first game
1: i'm thinking it's gonna be more of a success I if think, it's like, like
0: as good as what I, I'd imagine, and then I hope it is.
1: The thing is, with Bungie, is with the Halo series, they had unparalleled fanfare from all corners. People absolutely loved them. They thought, oh they can't do no wrong. Halo 1, mm. 2, and 3, so loved. And then when Destiny received some you know a bit of a lukewarm reception they sort of had this kick up the arse which made them say right let's fix this let's fix that let's do this do that and they've done all that uh, mm-hmm. like you said you hated it by taking king you liked it so they've fixed loads of stuff and i think these improvements are only going to come more and more now you know it's going to be on a bigger scale on destiny 2 because they would be developing it for current gen consoles rather than last gen as well yeah. so it's going to be this bigger better game and I think that's something they're going to showcase properly like if you think the amount of millions to promoting Destiny promoting Destiny 2 it's going to sort of not reinvent itself again because I don't think like that's one thing I'd give to Destiny is it established an identity straight away you can look at something and think that's Destiny that's this, that's that and there's certain, certain gameplay mechanics and a certain look about it so a lot of that, it ain't going to change the core of it in Destiny 2 but it's gonna take the ideas which it had and just bump them up tenfold and bump up the improvements more and more. I I th- I have really high expectations for Destiny too. Yeah, I think it's even going though to I don't go. want it to be Destiny. And there were
0: stories when Destiny was being uh just before it came out really, and they showed off like a thing at E3 where it was like these cutscenes and they just didn't make it into the final game at all. There was nothing like that. Yeah. And, uh, stripped it out. There's all these stories about like Half of the development team leaving. Yeah, yeah. They're like lead writer. I think it was like left and everything. Like, and there was like a lot of things of like saying that Activision made them change the game, take out yeah. a lot of stuff, make it into this MMO RPG. And I think this time around now, they know exactly what they they're doing. They know exactly what they're getting themselves into. They've got, I I'd imagine they've got a full team again now, and. Uh, because like Activision have already had their way of like, oh it's going to be an MMORPG, yeah, yeah. they are making the game as an MMORPG whereas before it was like a game that was stripped down and changed into an MMORPG
1: well, I, I imagine that first, like there was um, the thing is with Benji they probably felt this pressure to not make Halo, so it was like they had to go from Halo to making a new first person shooter, which wasn't Halo, and I think there's a certain amount of pressure that comes of that. And when they were making Halo they would freedom, it was their baby, I imagine Microsoft groomed them nice and proper, so then when they're mm. moving on to something which, you know, they probably thought our oh, a new project, the shackles aren't there no more. Then of course with a big publisher like Activision, they're going to come in because they expect something, they put so much money into something. I'd imagine there was a few things during development where things didn't go right and during launch where things weren't right and all these pressures. But I think they've had time to sort of now the product's out there to improve it, fix it, all this, all that. Yeah. The, I Yeah, Destiny 2 would be good. I can, I can, can. It's funny because, like, obviously there were people, like, I thought Destiny wasn't a big deal. Like, I didn't think a lot of it, but mm. then I'm seeing people loving it now. And it's like, oh, there's got to be a reason. I'm not going back to it now, but I'm looking yeah. forward to Destiny 2. And apparently it's doing. got a
0: big player base who still plays it now. Mm, yeah. My, imagine it's maybe sizzling out a bit now because, like, they're not really releasing much of it yeah. now. Salute, man. Everyone's looking forward to Destiny 2 yeah. now. And hopefully, because they've got all that groundwork, it's going to be a much better game. My, my cousin and was
1: still playing it a long, long, long ago. And he loves games. And I was like, whoa, still playing Destiny. Like, that, and, you, know, you know, if, if I they think, enjoy it. Yeah. But I think
0: it will be a huge success, but just not to the level of the first game, I think. That's I my think, opinion, anyway.
1: I think from a sales and critical reception, it'll it'll be better, I think. I think, yeah. But there won't be I mean, as much hype, I
0: think. I think, like, not as much hype, yeah. I don't think the sales are going to be as much, but I think critical reception is going to be a lot better yeah. than the first Destiny. That's my opinion, anyway. Do you
1: know what I think? It's going to get delayed. Maybe. Could.
0: <laughs> delayed. Delades. Like South Park.
1: Oh, don't remind me. Don't remind me.
0: cancelling my pre-order.
1: <laughs> oh, but you want to get a nauseous Rift, man? Can get a nauseous riff? I
0: never pre-ordered it. No, lie. Anyway, we'll wrap it up there.
1: Bom, bom, bom. So thank
0: you for watching, everyone. Remember, you can send in your questions next week for us to answer. At send First Metal God. <laughs> on Twitter. For either that. Uh, a <laughs> Team Respawn Game. At massive damage underscore on twitter make sure you ask just of those two don't ask of this guy because he's ignorant and yeah just a
1: hashtag ask massive damage
0: no you don't need to do that so ask massive massive remember to stay
1: badass massive damage dude say the outro (laughs) peace out